Hi, I'm Desiree. And I'm Sharon. And this is the Other What Podcast. This is the Other What Podcast. The Other What. The Other What. The Other What. The Other One. Hello, friends. <laughs> friends. We have friends. We do. Wait, people actually listen to this podcast, Desiree? No way. Not just us and, and our, our friends. There and are our other friends. people that we right. don't know. Yeah, that's Hooray! wonderful. That's so that exciting. Is, we it love it. Is. So today's episode, we're going to talk about dating. And we're going to stick to like our 20s and 30s and 40s because that's kind of when we've done some dating. Um, I've kind of, uh, I'm going to take the lead on this one, Sharon, if you don't mind. Oh, uh, a thousand percent. You definitely have way more experience dating than me. So I cannot wait to hear the stories. And I'm just going to be like, I'm going to be the curious one and, and like ask you questions because I just was, I was a horrible dater and it just oh. never worked out. So I'm just like so curious of that, like how you did it back in the day. Oh my, okay. Um, yeah. So I'm going to start with my twenties and I call this part of my life my girl wants to party all the time. So like that Eddie Murphy song. And I wrote some notes of what my 20s were like for me. Um, it was a time where I didn't tell anybody where I was or what I was doing, where I was going. So no like location share. Um, I had a club name. I would very rarely tell people my real name. Oh, Partying nice. all the time. <laughs> literally all the time like every day of the week there was something going on in Atlanta you could find some place to go that's also like in your 20s you are most likely um I'll say late teens so like 18 to 24 ish we'll put that in as our 20s um because most of us are either still in college or just graduating college so we have no money so what does that mean we are probably going to accept free drinks <laughs> we're going to get to the club early enough that it's still free to no, enter yeah no cover because <laughs> no we can't cover. afford the cover charge no. yes totally <laughs> and you know we're going to go to the ladies nights because sometimes the ladies nights was free entry and maybe your first drink was free yeah, nice Ooh, you had that? all the tricks you had all the tricks yeah and back then you had a little more stamina so you could go from one club to another club within the same night you're right yeah so, so dating in that time for me was really just about exploring like who I was like what kind of person I was interested in and just things I like to do so going on a date with me in my 20s when I had no money was probably hey let's go to Piedmont Park and have a picnic that's kind of <laughs> nice so cute. That's, that's very sweet so a can I can date. I can I ask a yeah. question as I'm imagining Desiree in her 20s yes is this, is this femme Desiree in her 20s Ooh, good question um femme Desiree in her 20s was not necessarily taking people on dates but I was going on dates oh so people would ask you on dates yes and then would it switch up would you then you know the whole 
you would then be like the more butch Desiree and you would ask girls on dates. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Ah, yeah. So you would like switch yes. it up in your 20s as well. Yes. And I, I dated a lot of strippers. I dated a lot of strippers in my early 20s. Oh my God. You just, you just, okay. My face just fell. Nobody can see this. It's like, again, dream come true. Desiree dated lots of strippers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No wonder you appreciate a different kind of uh, lady type. I do. I do. I, I dated a lot of strippers or just dancers in general. I've dated ballerinas. Um Ow. I just, what did I say? I like to date people with rhythm. <laughs> oh yeah, that's okay. That makes sense. That's why you stay away from the white. That's why you stay with the white girls. <laughs> if you can't dance, if you can't dance, I am not going to want to have sex with you. Oh damn! So check mark on that one. You must dance. Yes, right. You must have some rhythm. I need it more than a two step. Thank God we're friends. <laughs> It was never gonna fly, man. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, and and like and and no wonder you only date people of color. No wonder. Yeah, uh, I'm sure there's some lovely, lighter women out there, non uh, non people of color that I do, can I dance. I do think it's a Venn diagram of like you know white people and like being able to hold like have any rhythm is very very small. It's like this tiny. Yeah. So like so besides that. We would go to sometimes restaurants uh, because I was also dating people that had money, even though I didn't have money back back then. Um, I did go to really nice restaurants like Houston's or, you know, Cheesecake Factory was really cute when you're in your 20s. Like mm -hmm. I would not want to go now. No. But back <laughs> then, that's like a big deal if somebody takes you there. But Houston's was like. That was the creme de la creme. Oh yeah, my gosh, it still yeah. is, to be honest. Like it's at the top. Yeah. Are of the they list. still around? Oh wait, are they? I thought they were. They're like one of my favorite places to go. I have no idea. The I... two that I knew, <gasps> I don't know if they're there. I don't. Think I think they are. Anymore. Our 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 executive producer just told us yes in big big bold letters. Oh, okay, <laughs> they're still around. <laughs> yeah, right. I haven't but... been to Houston's in forever, but yeah, um, it's 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 still one of my favorites too. Okay, so. Yeah out to a nice restaurant or even just like to a movie, but you could go to like the older theaters, like Midtown used to, it's still kind of an old theater where they would show like older movies, but it used to be a cheaper movie theater to go to. Mm. So you can go see a movie pretty inexpensively or uh, back in the nineties um, and the two thousands, early two thousands, Atlanta at Piedmont park used to do screen on the green and that was a lot of fun. And that's a great cheap date. Yep. Something, free, you know. yeah, free outdoor thing. It's, it goes yes. back to your picnic thing, which is like actually a very romantic thing to do on a first date. I, I am a hopeless, helpless romantic. Aww. I love <laughs> the romance. Like even when I couldn't wine and dine, I was still whining and dining people. I just you, love that. I love that experience. Did you feel like it was a commitment though? Like doing a whole picnic with somebody like in, you know, t and going on a date with them, like a first date, was that too much of a commitment? No, I think, um, you want to be able to like talk to people and get to know somebody like we can go out. I also did first dates, just going to a nightclub, like ladies night so we get there because we don't have any money girl we're gonna get there at nine o'clock when they open 
kind of clock. I don't care if somebody buys you a drink. That is not going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> You're like four. I didn't have to buy you a drink. <laughs> right. Listen, or get some for the whole group. Like we're both attractive. You know, if they want to buy you a drink, they buy me a drink too and vice versa. Um, nice. <laughs> Nice. And um, like, yeah, going out to clubs, that was always a lot of fun. And because I was dating a lot of strippers, there were so many clubs that we would get into for free because like Club 112 was a a big club back then. And that was over like near the Tara Cinemas off of, Mm. was that Cheshire Bridge? Cheshire Bridge. Yeah, totally. And and La Vista, Mm -hmm. right? I think Mm -hmm. it's like a Publix grocery store now. It's still there. They reopened the Tara Movie Theater. So that (laughs) area. Club 112. Club 112 is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Oh, but the Tara just, uh, shit, you could even just sit in the parking lot at the Tara and be on a date because all the gays hung out there. Um, And at Taco Cabana was a spot that a lot of black gays used to hang out. And Mm. that was on the corner of Piedmont and actually Piedmont and Cheshire Bridge, which is now, I think it's a, um, an apartment building with a Sprouts. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, would you when you say there are a lot of Atlanta gays, like a lot of black gays, was it mostly gay men or gay women as well that were hanging out oh, there? It was a mix. I oh. think Tara was more, the Tara Cinemas was more black gay men, but Taco Cabana was mostly women. Like oh, that wow. was the thing to do. Like on a Sunday, you go to Piedmont Park, you go to Taco Cabana. No but shit. 99 cent margaritas. I did not great know Great cheap this. date. Yeah, yeah, that is a great cheap date. That oh is my awesome. Gosh. I love yeah. that. Man, Lots you just good. you were very resourceful in your 20s, it feels like, when you I were dating. I had to be. Yeah. I had to be. But my roommate at the time, um, he and I, we had no money, but we still found ways to do things. And with a lot of help from family, <laughs> his grandfather was always like making sure we had stuff. He would give us like Omaha steaks. And both of us, uh, my old roommate, a college roommate and I, he, we loved to cook. So sometimes we would just like invite somebody we were dating over and cook, cook for them. I mean, that's incredibly sexy and very yeah. like economical. I it agree. is, but also super dangerous. Like, I don't know this person, but hey, come on over, have a meal with me at my house. <laughs> like, you wouldn't do that now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, totally like serial killer vibes. Like, yeah. is this person a serial killer? Will I still be alive after oh this God. date two hours later? <laughs> I, had, I had a stalking situation happen to me uh, back then where this girl would just sit in her Toyota Tercel, like a 92, 93 Toyota Tercel outside of my apartment and wait there for hours until I came out. Oh my god, that's creepy. So what happened? So How did you get her to stop stalking I think you? I had to threaten her, like, and we were the, like, I'm not a tall person, even though in my heart I think I'm like <laughs> six three. I am really only like five one and a half. And back then, I probably weighed maybe a hundred and five pounds. Oh my god! But so I had to just like really threaten her, and we were about the same height. So I think it was, that's probably why that worked. Oh my God, that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Serial killer vibes. No. No, no. Oh man. So how was for you dating in your 20s? Oh God, I didn't really date in my 20s. I I don't even remember. I just... (laughs) Okay, I just, just serial, it all out. yeah, I kind of blocked it all. Serial monogamous. I did a lot more dating in college, so I don't really okay. count it in my twenties. And 
I didn't really, we just had a lot of parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so different than what, what you had, Desiree. Because I, I was partnered by the time I graduated college and I was partnered for the next eight years. Oh my god! So gosh. I didn't date. I would go out to the clubs. I would go to country night hoedowns, right? And I'd get numbers, mm-hmm. but it would all be friends, 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 friends. Nothing where I would like go out on a date. And I think that's the, that's the big difference. That's why you're yeah. anchoring this one because I well, didn't really date at all. I dated a lot, but I also was in relationships, but they would be like one or two years yeah. long yeah. Back, back then. Yeah. I, I had the longest yeah. one in my 20s was four years. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's probably what I – like, the whole Sow Your Wild Oats, I think I missed that whole era of Sow Your Wild Oats. <laughs> I, my friends and I, we joke uh, – my other friends and I, we joke that, thankfully, I was never able to get anybody pregnant. I probably have so many little Desirees running around here. <laughs> I mean, you really tried hard. I know you did. Practice makes perfect. That's what I was learned. That's what I was raised. <laughs> Okay, I want to hear about the 30s. Okay. Um, I can't wait to hear about the 30s because it's another era that I, I, I missed out on. Um, and I want to hear Desiree's take on this. So we'll, we'll, right. we'll dive into that after this break. into our 30s now which I call this area this error my girl wants to brunch all the time because we did a lot of brunching because now mostly I've been in a career of or have worked for in some professional capacity for I would say at least about six or seven years at this point by the time you get into your 30s so you've got you've got a little bit more money a little more disposable income so your taste is expanding. Right. So now, you know, you might make a little more effort on your outfit. (laughs) You know, you're not just rocking out some Converse and holy jeans. Maybe you're putting on putting a little more effort into your outfit. Wait a second. The Converse and holy jeans is what I'm wearing right now. Like, that's not fair. (laughs) Wait a second. (laughs) You're also not on a date. You're at home. I probably would wear that on a date too, but we'll yeah. go on that. That'll be well, in our 40s. That's an, well, that's exactly the cycle. You know, our mid to late 40s, we can do what we want at that point that's now. Right. So, yeah. that's, that's exactly that's right. Acceptable. That's exactly right. That's so exactly. in your 30s, you're trying a little bit more. So your outfit's probably a little bit nicer, but you're also sharing with your friends, hey, I'm going here with this person. You know, maybe one or two people, you're kind of letting folks know where you are, what you're doing. Um, you're a little bit pickier about the places you want to go to. So I've done a lot of brunch dates, going to, to brunches, um, better movies, theater, love going to a good theater Ooh, show. Like, oh, like, like actual, like live theater, mm-hmm. oh, like yeah. a musical or a play. Yeah. You, know, you can drop oh, money for that or a concert. How about concerts? Right. Concerts were great. Also, like art galleries. Oh, art galleries. That's a good one. I mean, if you wanted to show that you had some ounce of sophistication, you take a lady to an art gallery. Oh. They'd be like, yeah. oh, they're so worldly you're and so learned. cultured. So cultured. And you're yeah. like, and then you just I can't make pronounce up. anybody's name in this joint. <laughs> 
<laughs> did you go to like small art galleries or did you go to like the bigger ones in Atlanta? Um, I've gone to both. Okay. I mean, sometimes, you know, I think I feel like back in when in my early 30s is when kind of Groupon also started. So you would find different little art things off of there you could go to or taking an art class, a, you know, a painting class, sip and paint got really big um, back then. Uh, but you could find like, like I've gone to super gay George O'Keefe exhibit. You can't get any more gayer than that. Oh my to God, me vaginas to take, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> take them there. <laughs> yeah, where is that? Is it still running? I think that's like the perfect place to take any woman with this. Oh my point. gosh. That was in DC when I did that one. Um, it was at a very small gallery, but it was really cool. A botanical garden mm. is a great place for dating. Um, but that's still stuff I would like to do now, even in my, my mid forties. Um, and the restaurants you go to is better quality restaurants, you know, so like maybe in, in not quite STK steakhouse, but maybe like a McCormick and Schmitz. (laughs) Ooh, yeah. I love McCormick and Schmitz. That's a very, that's that I've only been on McCormick and Schmitz in DC, actually. I don't even know if they have one down here in Atlanta, but those are pretty fancy. Yeah. yeah, it used to. Oh, I don't know if it's still there, but it was off of Linux, close to oh. Piedmont. Um, what else is over there? I think well, there's like a, a a rooms to go kind of over in that area. Yes, I know uh, you're talking about over there. Yeah. In, in My Buckhead. family, for for folks that don't know, because I'm naming like all these streets and landmarks. Back in uh, when I first moved to Atlanta, you know, I I lived in Kennesaw. And but I all I would always hang out in Atlanta, but traffic was always so bad. So I learned like how to drive all the way from Kennesaw to Atlanta just using back roads. So my family calls me MapQuest because <laughs> they're like I could tell you how to get around like Atlanta and DC back then. Like I could tell you how to get around without having to use the highways. So that's why I'm like, oh, this street in this corner, and this is what's there. Yeah, that's um, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And let's see, the type of ladies I was dating in my 30s were all professionals, uh, dated teachers, um, principals, uh, nurses, um, stylists. Desiree, how did you meet all these ladies? This is before apps, yeah? No, I think they had apps then. Sharon, we're not that old. Wait, were we on were we on stone tablets at the time? No. Um, Let's wait, see. So how so how did you meet all these ladies? Because that's a lot of ladies to meet, like and to like ask them out on dates. Listen, I am not kidding when I talk about meeting people at avocados in the grocery store. <gasps> you and the avocados. You met all those ladies. Not at all of them. A lot of them. A, a majority. A handful of them. of them. Yeah, in the grocery store, um, at a car wash, out at a restaurant on a date with somebody else. Like okay. <laughs> Okay, in the can bathroom. I ask, can I ask another? Uh, wait, in the bathroom well, at oh. the restaurant. Okay, okay. When okay. I was on date with like, someone else, how did you know? Did they give you the knowing nod that they that they were gay? One of my big things was that I never knew if somebody was gay if I like randomly mm-hmm. met them and I wasn't at a gay bar. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if they were gay, so I assumed everybody was straight because I had gotten burned a couple of times, mm. and therefore I never approached anybody. Mm-hmm. And maybe that you know bad on me so how did you do that tell me your tell secret you, my secret is i assume everybody is gay until they've proven <laughs> me otherwise 
know, you like you're washing your hands at, in the bathroom, and this yeah. pretty lady comes up, and you're like, she's gay, and she is hot for me, and I'm gonna talk I mean, to her. Why, listen. I told you my confidence is probably too high and I just, I, I don't, I haven't had many say no to asking me to, uh, if I asked them to go out on a date. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a really good track record. Yeah. That is I've done amazing. Pretty well. That's amazing. I've done pretty well. I have yeah. the hardest time. I have no gaydar <laughs> and therefore I just don't even, I'm like, oh, yeah. I have if no I see idea. someone that I think is attractive, I'm gonna say something, you know. Be like, say tell me, tell me, like, what's a, what's a good yeah. pickup line? What was one of the pickup lines that you used in your 30s? I'm sorry, I couldn't like, hear what you. would you say to these ladies? What 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 kind of what kind of pickup lines would you use I don't really have in your 30s? Pickup. I didn't really. I would just. I, I don't even. How would you How would you start a conversation with them? Maybe just I guess notice something about them, like their hair or makeup. Um, even like small things like the way that they've done their eyeliner, because there's all different types of way people do eyeliner, um, something they're wearing, maybe about where we are, you know, and even, you just start a conversation even in the bathroom. Way. Yeah. Even in the bathroom. Wow. And then, and then it would just progress and you'd be like, Hey, could I take you out some night? Yeah. Like dancing like, or something? Know, exactly. Wow. Exactly. God, you are you got, you I would love to get lady. a chance to talk to you more. Would you, you know, be f- available for coffee or grab lunch somewhere or go to an art museum? Uh, Maybe let's go to the Hyde uh, Museum. And they knew it they was got a, a great exhibit. They knew it was a date. They didn't <laughs> think it was a friend date. They knew it was a date date. Oh, yes. Shit. Yeah. I don't, I've never had that been mistaken of somebody thinking, oh, we're just hanging out, going out as friends when I've ask somebody to go out with me oh that's fast okay mm-hmm. see this is me learning oh, I was like wow <laughs> how did you do this this is so cool oh my god okay wow so tell me more anything else else about the 30s that that uh what else in my th- well in my 30s then I got into a few serious relationships so for most of my 30s I was um I think I it was split between like three relationships. Mm. So I wasn't dating as much as in my 20s. Um, then also you kind of just get tired of dating, which is kind of how I feel now in my 40s, which is the the era of uh, my girl wants to go to inclusive resorts all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to we want to go. We want a vacation all the time, but I don't want to cook shit. I don't want to drive anywhere. Uh, I don't want to have to make my own drinks. Like I want people to serve me because I have worked hard. I make money now and I, I have, I expect things to be nice and done a certain way. I will send shit back if it's not right. I will talk to a manager, but for a good as well, not just cause I'm complaining, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, it has to be better. So here are a few of my forties things, Sharon. Okay. Um, I do not, and well, I won't say do not. I 99% of the time, I will not accept a drink from somebody because I don't want to fucking talk to you. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. I can buy my own drink. You know, as, as, as I, we went out, uh, I went out with some friends earlier this year and someone offered to buy me a drink and I was like, no, thank you. And they're like, oh, I would love to talk to you. I said, no, I said, but tell you what, I'll buy a round for you and your friends. I did. And I was like, y'all have a good time. I don't want to, I don't want to talk to you. 
And I don't want it to come across as me being rude, but I don't, I'm I mean, not this interested. Is, this is somebody who's like trying to pick you up. Is that, is what you yes. got it. And you're like, yes. I'm, I don't need that anymore. No, Keep my girl. I can, yeah. I can buy my own drink. Mm. Thank you. I appreciate it. But no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also in this space now where I need to sit down. I'm not standing up the whole time <laughs> wherever we are. <laughs> like, I want to sit. <laughs> I want to sit down. So even if it's at a concert, like I'm not doing floor, like general, no. Where are the seats? How much is that? Oh, I don't care. VIP section? Yes, please. If I'm at, even at a club, like I don't want to sit down. Like I think when you and I went to a party, I was, we were like hanging on one of the banisters because we were like, this would be nice if we could sit there. I mean, we, and that's what I was going to say, sit. we did not get seats at that, at that party. And like, no, cause they were sold out by the time we um, got tickets the VIP for it. sections. Yeah. We were yeah. Ne- right next to the VIP sections. And I was like, Ooh, that looks nice. But yeah. We yeah. Were just, cause they had seats. They had seats. Next time. Seats. Can we do the VIP section? Cause I, Absolutely. I am totally tracking your full service mindset right now. I am yeah. all about yeah. full service right now. Absolutely. Yes. Um, something else is, probably not going on dates to clubs anymore like we used to because I want to actually hear you talk I was in a car accident when I was 18 and I lost like 90% of the hearing in my right ear I had it repaired but there's still things that I can't hear so we're if I'm really interested in you we're not I don't want to go to a nightclub Mm -hmm. for a first date Mm -hmm. especially for a first date because I want to hear what you have to say and I'm not going to be able to hear you so I don't want to even waste your time with that. Now, if you want to just go and dance and not talk, I can do that. But if you want to actually have a conversation with me, we need to be somewhere where I'll, I'll be able to hear you. Nice. Um, things that we also now talk about on dates that we didn't talk about before is like 401k plans. <laughs> How are you investing your money? <laughs> wait, What's your retirement wait, wait, plan? Wait, 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 wait. You literally <laughs> are asking ladies what their retirement plan is. Yeah. What? Which, I mean, I need to make sure you're financially responsible. <laughs> I, I was so not expecting yeah. that, Desiree. <laughs> yeah. You literally- I'm also interested in your self-care routines. Are you in therapy? Because you should be. Oh, because we all, or should we be. should all be in fucking therapy. We've all got some type of trauma. Are you taking care of it? Because, you know, when you get into... I think like your later 30s and your your 40s, at least for me, and, and I'll only speak for myself, You, I started to realize that there were more things I needed to do for myself, like self-care wise. And that's the kind of partner that I want. Like I want somebody that's also taking care of them themselves because mm-hmm. one, I'm not responsible for your happiness. Mm-hmm. Two, I am not the person that wants to complete you. I want you to come complete it and I add and enhance to your life and vice versa. And so I need to just make sure that that person is on that same wavelength with me because otherwise this is going to be fun for like two or three months. And then I'm going to say thank you for your service and <laughs> do something else. Wait, so so <laughs> tell me your timeline of when you start asking these, these ladies, these kind of deeper questions does it yeah. happen in the first couple dates first couple weeks like where how do you how do you plan it out 
I think it just depends on the vibe that you're getting from the person. Like I've literally had these types of conversations on first dates. And then I've had these conversations like on the fourth or fifth date. It's It hasn't taken that long to, you know, start having these conversations because also at this point when we're meeting other people and we're dating people probably around our age, you know, our mindsets are different. So we're looking for more stability. We're looking for somebody that's more serious. So, you know, what are you doing to ensure that your future is set so that, hey, if we decide we're a great match and we end up being together for 30 years, you know, if we're fortunate to have that time together, you know, what's life going to look like for us when we're in our 60s and 70s? Wow. You know, quality of life. What's our quality of life going to be? Yeah. Well, it's like between our 20s and our 40s, it's obviously shifted, right? Our, our, oh, yeah. our priorities are shifted. Now you're like financial stability, right? Mental health. Yes. Those are like super, super important versus- Can you go on vacation? Mm. Like I love to travel. I love traveling. And, you know, I'm, I'm also the type of person like I'll pay for the person I'm with to go on a trip with me. No problem. Like if I want you to be there, whether you're a friend or a girlfriend, like if I really want you to go and I can make it happen and you have the time to go, I'm going to be like, Sharon, girl, let's go. I don't care. Find somebody to watch Elvis. We are going, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and, (laughs) and that's, that's the type of person that I am. And I want to be able to have travel with people that, you know, are compatible to my travel style because you can't travel with everybody. That's right. (laughs) You cannot travel with everybody. That's right. So there are just things, you know, finding out from people like what they like to do on vacations um, you know, some folks like it to be very regimented where you have f- five or six things planned every single day for the six or seven days you're gone. I'm like, no, you miss me with that. Yeah. Like, I might plan one activity a day or one activity every other day, but I want it to be relaxing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to just enjoy myself. No itineraries. I am right there with you, girl. I do not do itineraries. Yeah. I'm like one o'clock you do something two o'clock you do something like that's not a vacation that's that's you you, you're at work still i'm in meetings yeah yeah like i I, i'm right there with you i'm like i just like i like going to the flow like i I like to know like i have dinner plans like dinner reservations like Mm -hmm. that's about it and then the rest of the day we can like figure out what else we want to do right and just let it go yeah i mean we could look up and say hey these are the things that we could do and then on that Monday, if you decide, hey, let's look and see what's available for Monday, then we pick something, mm-hmm. you know, if, unless it's something very specific that, you know, you really wanted to do. Right. Like if you're in, um, I don't know, Paris and you wanted to go to the Crazy Horse show like I did, you have to plan that out. Right. You can't just show up. That's right. You know, That's right. so yeah, there's just you have, certain things yeah, you have exactly, to plan. Yeah, exactly. Bucket list things. But I think it makes a lot of right. sense, right? Now that we're in our 40s, we're like, we make enough money. We mm-hmm. should, we, we, we are used to a level of service because we've gotten a level of service that we really like. Yeah. And, um, I, and, and full service all the way, like, like I can pay somebody to do this. I don't have to mm-hmm. do it myself. And that is exactly what I'm going to do because I know how, yeah. how shit, how hard it is. Like, you know, whatever it might be, let, let somebody else do it. They want the yeah. money and I can pay them. I kind of yeah, love that. And it feels good it to feels be able really to good. do that. And, it, and I am yeah. okay with my snootiness on that. Totally. Like. I love going out to eat. <laughs> and I think in my 40s, 
I've like, I'm like, I love going out to eat. I like spending money on a good, a good meal yeah. with good cocktails and good, good drinks. Mm-hmm. And I will spend the money on that. And that is like, yes. that is totally okay. It's like, it's like, it's, it's part of my budget in a way to have right. that. And, and you know what, we're at that time in our lives where we can afford it too, which is yes. really nice. Yeah. And we don't have to yeah. worry about spending that money. It's, it's a good and feeling I, to be honest. It is. And, and even like just dating, taking somebody out to dinner, going to nicer restaurants, like maybe I would take somebody to the consulate, which is a great restaurant here in Atlanta, one of my favorite restaurants. And it's also, you're paying for the experience mm-hmm. too. Yes. I would You're say that I experience. feel like too, I, I would rather pay for the experience than pay for material things. Like I, mm-hmm. I actually like will stress about buying a $20 Bluetooth speaker, but I will lay down cash to like go to like the consulate or like have like an amazing dining experience because yeah. it's an experience and I, that's totally worth it for me. Absolutely. So. There's um, this funny TikTok that uh, I forgot to mention back in the 20s, talking about dating in our 20s, where it's um, some black lesbians. And one of the things that they say they're talking about dating in Atlanta, and one of them says, um, you know, I'm dating in Atlanta where my girlfriend is my ex and my ex is my roommate. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to find that. That happened, right? That totally happened. Oh, yeah. God, oh yeah. my God, all these freaking exes. Yes. Yeah. Something else, Sharon, that I wanted to ask you and that and I want to talk about too is thinking back to being in your 20s and your 30s and even in earlier 40s, the time you tell somebody you love them. Oh my God. Right? I, are we doing, we're doing that at the end of this podcast? Whoa, girl. Yeah. I don't know. That could be a whole other like episode are you are you asking like like in your 20s like when you did it like 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 as you started dating somebody and then when you do it oh shit I think you need to go first I I'm not good at this (laughs) in my in my 20s I I probably said it more than I was supposed to say it Mm. um I it's really funny because you know people are always like do not if somebody tells you they love you for the first time after sex, they do not mean it. That's right. That's what I've heard too. That's a rule of thumb. Rule of thumb rule number of one. Thumb. Don't say I love right. you during sex or after sex. At least not the first time. That's right. not the first time I should hear right. it, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I think it, all, it just all boils down to like your standards. What were your standards like in your 20s and mm-hmm. your 30s? Now I'm in my 40s. Like, what's that connection? Like, what connection am I really making with somebody before I say it? And I'm a, I love to be in love. Like, Desiree loves being in love. She loves the feeling of it. Um, I love to tell somebody I love them. I love to shower them with like my attention and just making like, if you are, if we are together and we have said, I love you, you will never, ever wonder if I love you like you will know it like I will show you I will tell you you won't have to wonder oh does Desiree love me no you will know it and I like that in return as well I like to feel like 
somebody like loves me like show me like little small things yep. it doesn't have to be like extravagant that's things right. that's right um, just little little small it's things a, love, a little it's a, note it's yeah it's the love language thing that we talked about before right yes. if they just kind of yeah. give you little things it, it does it kind of it, it gives you that sense uh, wow yeah i think i i one i love that I, I I am also a hopeless romantic, and I think I, th- I think a lot of us are. Yeah. Um, I think, and this is from our previous episodes. I think I struggle with the like what love is, and I struggled with mm-hmm. it in my twenties and thirties, and I did not know mm-hmm. what love was. And I I was with a woman for eight years right out of college, and I don't remember ever telling her I loved her. Wow. Oh shit! I don't wow. remember. That's bad. That's really That's bad. Deep. And then, Sharon, listen, oh. if we were together for eight years and you never told oh me, we would God. not have been together for eight years. Oh my God. I really, <laughs> maybe I'm blocking it out. I have no maybe. idea. I cannot remember telling her I loved her. And yeah. then the second woman I was with in my 30s, way too, way too soon. And also mm-hmm. not the right kind of love. I was, yeah. it was not the right kind of love. And I didn't know what, I really was struggling with what love was. In <sighs> that would be a good episode. Yeah. 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 That one was really hard. And I think in my forties yeah. now, I'm a lot more confident. I trust myself. I've been through mm-hmm. some shit and mm-hmm. I, I think I'm still trying to figure out, figure out what what like real love is like this western love that we've talked about before Mm -hmm. and i think i've like it feels it feels more right now than it ever has been and and it's it's different i've like the stuff that i felt in my 20s and 30s i that was it was like all like candy you know like feels like a different person person. exactly like this is actually like the main course and i'm like oh Mm -hmm. oh i get it now okay all right here's what it is but it took me a long time to get here and i think i'm sometimes i still struggle with it because i'm like is it i think it is Mm -hmm. it feels like it okay we'll see what happens but i i just never did it as much as you did and i think that that i think that's also the big difference oh my god i can't i was like my parents i never said i love you to my first girlfriend that's so sad oh my god that's so sad maybe you showed her but you just didn't say it that's exactly right i i did a lot of what my parents did i showed her love but i never Mm -hmm. said i love you yes i bet you that is what happened i bet is that what happened Girl, you just you just laid that off at the end. That was I was not prepared for that. I know I like to keep you on your toes. You always keep me on my toes. I like to keep you damn, on your toes. Damn. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, oh man. Man. Well, that was fun. That, and that I think that's our show for today. Sharon. Yeah. Ooh, we're gonna leave it on yeah. that note, y'all. Yeah. Let them marinate. Let on them marinate. That. That. Thank you guys, yeah. everybody, for listening. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We love you. We do. I, Desiree, I love you. Yeah. You know, I love you too, Sharon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll catch you the next podcast. Yeah, be sure to check out our website, theotherwhat.com. You can follow us on social media at theotherwhat on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And we will check you all out later. All right. Bye. For more The Other What, check out our other episodes. You can find those at theotherwhat.com. Have comments, thoughts, or reactions to something we said? Be sure to subscribe and comment. The Other What is a production of 559 Labs. The Other What is hosted by Sharon Goh and Desiree Jamerson.
This episode was produced and edited by Andrew Marconi. Music by Alexei Anisimov. It was recorded in Atlanta, Georgia. Thanks for listening and be sure to tune in next time.